Hey everyone, JD here. This episode of Nocturne by Night is brought to you by Negative 2 Charisma. If you enjoy actual play role-playing content like this show, consider checking us out on twitch.tv forward slash negative 2 charisma. We are running all kinds of games and systems over on our channel, and I've painstakingly procured a cadre of talented role players and DMs that are just chomping at the bit to create more and more content. We, of course, cannot do this without your support, and it means the world to us. If you have a game you'd love to hear us run or are a TTRPG content creator, find us on social medias, hang out with us on Twitch or Discord. You know, just let us know. We're down for anything. Urban Shadows is a TTRPG created by Magpie Games. For this system or more like it, head over to magpiegames.com and join their Discord. They are always looking for feedback on their systems or players for their own community games. Much of the audio in this podcast is provided by Tabletop Audio. Tabletop Audio is a premier user-supported ambient sound system to create the perfect atmosphere for your games. Whether you're into RP, combat, or space cowboy jazz comedies, take advantage of their free sound pad feature to curate your own playlists or add on-the-spot sound effects to your games. And support them on Patreon. Supporting them on Patreon earns you access to exclusive alternate versions of all of their tracks. Tonight we also have two special guests for the show, including, of course, our MC Soul from Soul's Rolls. Soul is a TTRPG content creator and health and wellness coach that is a powerful force for good and justice in the community. Also tonight we have Alex. Alex joining us from Bards and Brews. Bards and Brews is a tabletop role-playing channel that, like ourselves, runs an insane amount of systems as well as creator interviews and a ton of other variety content. Alex is just a great all-around person, and we were excited to get him for the show and going forward. Make sure you check both of those folks out in our show notes. Now let's head over to Soul as he forcefully pounds this group of squares back into the round hole that is the city of Nocturne. We hope you enjoy. I really would like to take a moment to kind of highlight um, Alex, who's new to our crew. If people don't know them, if you could uh, go ahead and give us an introduction, tell us who you are, what you do, and and how in the hell you decided this was a good way to take your your streaming career. Because this is this is not going to go well for you, bud. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> the first thing any neurodivergent person learns is self sabotage. All right, we all become masters of that craft real early on. <laughs> Uh, hello, I'm I'm really really excited to be here. I'm good friends of pretty much this entire uh, entire bunch you guys have on. Um, we've all engaged at least at some point. I run Bards and Brews. I do the same shit you guys do, except arguably a little little worse. I don't have the production quality yet, uh, but maybe I can still Ryan one day and get that worked out. Atta boy. <laughs> yeah, we we do variety streaming. Um, right now I'm actively running three different systems, 5e, Starfinder, and the Dragon Age TTRPG. I'm going to be adding Neon Knights onto that list pretty soon here, and then hopefully try to get into some Vampire the Masquerade uh, shortly after that as well. So if you like it and it's TTRPG focused, chances are pretty good I either run it or will be running it. And I do that every Sunday. Great. And tell us a little bit about your character. Give us a little bit of just the tiniest little bit of a hint about what you're going to be playing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I just really got a thing for werewolves, man. I just really got a thing for werewolves. Always have. So I don't know how much you want me to go into it, but I think that's about it. Yeah. No, that is perfect. I love that. 
And we're actually going to start the action with uh, with your character. So give me your character name so that everyone knows who I'm referring to. Uh, you can call me Colm. Colm. All right, Colm, you are at the start of session. There are several moves that trigger. One of the biggest ones, and we are going to do a start of session move here, gentlemen, is you go around and you tell us a little bit about what's going on in the world. I do want to establish something real quick. Normally you get to choose this, but I'm going to I'm going to force your hand a little bit. You have debt moves as a werewolf when you start the game. There are 3 debts that you owe. I am going to say that one of those has already been given out and you owe Jonas two debts. They hired you for a job and you fucked it up. Maybe this is related to the entire like power schism that you have because that's a big focus of your character. But you fucked it up and you owe Jonas, two debts. <laughs> nice. I also want to put something out there where someone is hiding you from someone, something, whatever it is, it's powerful. It's another one of your debt moves. You owe them a debt. That is going to be Terrence, played by Ben. And not to take everything from you, you do have one more debt move. Someone lives in your territory, benefiting from your protection. They owe you a debt. Now, this can be anyone that we've already mentioned. It can be someone that's a player character that hasn't had a debt move moved on them. As a last resort, you can throw it at an NPC. I really prefer these to be aimed at PCs, though. Feel free. You can double up, too. You can owe people debts that also owe you debts. It works like that. I did remind you I am currently homeless. Okay, because I was probably going to pick you. Okay. I mean, you could pick me, but my apartment has been destroyed, so unless you've got a room for rent. So one of one of you fools owes me something. So uh, the way I see it is Terrence. It was Terrence you said helped me out of a bind, right? Uh, hiding you from something or someone powerful. Yeah. You see, there's this, uh, there's this fucking jackass of a wizard that I got a bit of a problem with. And uh, Terrence, Terrence kind of helped me out with that whole situation. Things, things got a little hairy in there, if you'll excuse the awful pun. And, uh, Terrence saved my ass, so I feel like I kind of owe him a little bit. Jackass of a wizard, you say? Like, that is so rare. We never see wizards who are jackasses. This is so strange. This one, this one's particularly jackassery. Who lives in your territory benefiting from your protection, though? I mean, it's, it's gotta be Vinny, right? I think that's where it's gotta be. Now, players can players can reject this debt by saying that doesn't line up. Listen, I'm kind of the one who calls the shots about who's being protected or not. <laughs> That's my decision, not yours. Sorry, but uh, not sorry. Well, listen, I mean, if you're all right with cut rate protection, then sure. I mean, that's on you. Did you hear that, boys? He's calling you He's calling you to cut rate. This is historical. This goes back a ways. There's nothing to say that you didn't contract with the wolf back in the day to protect, like, maybe your second house. I can imagine. I can imagine the original house that got shot up that I'm no longer participating in. I can imagine that being a rental property, even if it was a long-term rental property, and maybe a certain werewolf was the one that was renting it out. All right, so you owe Colm one debt. All right. Yo, oh, which, by the way, yeah, you really fucked that up. You, that was not great. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hearing that. Colm has history of that at this point. Now, at the start of session, you do go through and you say who you trust least. And there's some there's some really cool stuff that goes off this. Uh, at the beginning of every session, announce which character your character trusts the least. 
that player will spotlight a faction for your character that is not already marked. You will mark that faction. As a reminder, when you mark all of your factions, that's when you get an advance. Okay. So, who do you trust the least out of the crew right now? Oh, I mean, this uh, shifty uh, German character here definitely just rubs me the wrong way. The guy that you fucked up a job for, you trust the least. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, you know. All right. I, I think maybe I'm kind of pretty sure he wants me dead right now, and uh, it's never a good working relationship. Uh, Jonas does not want anyone dead. I just know how you're going to die. So, you know, what's, what's the <laughs> point of enforcing anyone's hand? All right, Jonas, what faction do you want to spotlight for uh, our new wolf? Uh, well, this will be his first one, yeah? He has nothing marked. Uh, let's say I will highlight mortal. Okay. And now you tell me one rumor or conflict that you've heard about mortality. Now, you, you make this up on the spot. We're going to go a little bit slower because newer player has watched before, has vibe, but you mic it up on the spot and whatever you tell me is true. Just try and buy into the fiction that's already established, but feel free to throw me some curveballs. Mortality just meaning mankind. Uh, mortality meaning hunters, veterans, and the aware. Mortality capital M, not mortality lowercase m. Yes, the, the plebes, the, the ones without the superpowers, yeah. Gotcha, fair, fair. I, uh, recently heard a little, little something about a uh, hunter out there who's decided he's got a hard-on for a certain fae. Okay. Hard-on in what regard? Uh, seems like maybe this fae did him a little bit dirty at one point, and he's out looking to get a little bit of revenge. Now, I need you to roll with mortality. Ooh. So that's a plus zero. So is that just 2d6? 2d6 and a lot of hope. It's an eight. Not bad. So on a seven through nine, you are neck deep in it, and you owe someone in that faction a debt, and someone in that faction owes you a debt. This is a cool result. So you are involved in this deeply. Some mortal related to this conflict owes you a debt. I want to introduce a scholar to the story. Scholars are part of mortality. The scholar owes you a debt for something you did regarding this conflict. Tell me what it was. What did you do? You know, I... Uh... I think that I kind of tooted my own horn here as being a bit of a protector. So I'm guessing that I saved his skin from a sticky situation, maybe with some other wolves that weren't aligned yet. Kind of diffused some tensions by way of cracking a few skulls. And maybe they're the one that tipped you to something going on with the hunter and fey conflict. But who do you owe a debt? And I just make that up? Yep, 100%. An old hunter who uh, turned me free and... Gave me a little bit of tips on the wizard who I don't particularly enjoy. All right, we're just going to go with it. That older fella? Older fella. That's the one that has that hankering for vengeance against the fact. Jonas, who do you trust the least? By the way, um, by the way, to catch us up just a little bit from the last session, remember that phone call you made at the end to, to leverage something with Knight? Yeah, 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 of course. I was, I was calling Colm. Yeah, damn right you were. He fucked up before, but you know... He's made good in the recent years. You know, Jonas, see, I'm not, I do not hold grudges. I don't, everyone doesn't like me for some reason, but it's not my fault. Listen, yeah, it, here's the thing, right? I had it on, he, he had it on very good authority that he had a, a particular tape cassette that showed the exact and precise movie set that the moon landing was faked on. And, he, you know, it turned out to not be legitimate. It's not my fault. I paid a lot of money for that cassette and I never saw a dime. 
Anyways, who do I trust the least? I mean, in this this group, I mean, it's probably it's probably still Vinny. Oh man! All right, love that look. Nice. You know, actually, Colm did fuck it up bad. Here's what I would say. I mean, I didn't want to pick on Colm. I didn't want to pick on Colm because he's the new guy. Yeah. Pick on the new guy. That's what they're there for, right? But yeah, I feel like yes, that's what he's here for, and I will pick on him. Yes, I'm sorry, it's Colm. That's just the rules, man. It's all good. Then he threw himself into danger for me last week. That was very courageous. That was a tense session last week. And in particular, he did not want to pursue the narcotic routes that has made him so lucrative in the past. I appreciated that. So, Colm, what do you want to see uh, Jonas interact with? And it has to be something they have not marked. So what do you got free, Jonas? This is a great question. I, I think I have everything. I think I am wide open. So the floor is yours, pal. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking maybe, uh, maybe night. You're thinking night, yeah? I like the sound of night. I mean, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, because uh, what's, what's happening right now with night is, uh, as we all know, there has been this conflict between the werewolves and the vampires continues to escalate and the rumor now that it's starting to hit the streets is that what we are already aware of as a group here is that the werewolves are getting the vampires hooked on this narcotic but the bigger rumor now is that the vampires are aware of this and have traced it back to the fae so now we have a three a three-way war roll with night is that for me or alex that's you ah yes okay awesome Oh, yeah, baby, we are back in business. Let me tell you, that is a nine. All right, a nine means you're neck deep in it. You owe someone in that faction a debt, that being Knight, and someone in Knight owes you. Who do I owe? So I owe, I, I guess, I, you know, I, I, I'm so remiss to, to bring new figures into this, um, but there's a particular werewolf female named Tabitha. And uh, I owe her uh, for the same reason I owe much of Nocturne, uh, particularly the supernatural. Is uh, uh, you know we, we we got into something. She was trying to use me. I was trying to use her for information. Uh, things went a little sideways on a job. In particular, I was looking for uh, werewolf uh, movements and uh, some potential cures uh, in in rumors around you know ways to cure lycanthropy, and in which I was. Uh, unsuccessful, and she was very unhappy about that because it should not be a disease that needs to be cured. It's not a disease, yeah. So, uh, you know, so she wasn't happy, too happy with me over this, and uh, she owes me, or is was that hers? Or no, no, somebody else, someone else in night owes me, yeah. So I would say the other person that owes me uh, a, a particular vampire named Orlando, and <laughs> he may have been texting me, and I may have, I may have accidentally leaks that's if a we believe the quarter of has the ones that are providing the cheese <laughs> welcome to Nocturne gorgeous gorgeous <laughs> I will put one little bit of an MC flex on that Tabitha is not a werewolf Tabitha is a were puma yes I forgot I forgot that we do that in this one so I, I apologize we can I just want to put a little bit of a twist on give us a little bit more a little bit more variety alright yeah no I love it I love it. Ben, tell us who Terrence trusts the least. So trust in this case, I'm going to take to mean reliability more than than, than, than implicit trustworthiness. And uh, this this cold, I, I, I've had to pull his bacon from the fire before. 
I'm not sure that he is who we should be relying upon for any favors. I mean, that's uh, that's fair enough, I guess. You, you kind of saved my ass, so I don't really feel like I can give you too much back talk here. All right, Calm. Highlight a faction for Terrence. Terrence, what do you have free? Uh, mortality, Knight, and Power. Let's do some Power, baby. I knew it would be Power. That's a good choice. Let's roll with Power. Let's see what we got here. Oh, no, 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 no. You tell me the rumor first, then you roll. Oh, okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, a young apprentice displaced named Frederick. You know, typical street riffraff. No, no past, no future. Found an opportunity, and it was removed from him. It's a cruel world. His uh, master was killed in an internal conflict. Oh, I like that. That's tight and constrained. Power with power. Yeah, go ahead and roll with power. Let's see that. I rolled a five uh, plus one from, from power. Frederick's master was dabbling in the dark arts. And, well, that just doesn't balance. You are responsible for robbing Frederick of his master and the opportunities for advancement. Frederick is coming for you. Frederick is very possibly part of the cabal with James, and he has a personal grudge, which means above and beyond anything else that happens, Frederick is going to be gunning directly for Terrence. No matter what else is going on, you will be priority numero uno. As you keep that weapon in its holster for like a minute so that we can like breathe for a second, yeah? Well, I, I prefer my, my calculator, Jonas, but it is not always appropriate for the situation, hmm? Now, tying it back just a little bit, because I, I am robbing you a, a little bit of the agency there, because you said it was a power versus power conflict. Frederick's mentor was dabbling in dark arts, someone that was more on the white side of things, more on the kind of rejuvenating cycle of life side. They wanted Frederick's mentor out of the way, but they didn't want to be directly responsible for it. So they, they subcontracted. Well, they contracted you, and you subcontracted. You didn't pull the trigger, but someone else did. Terrence does offer a variety of services. Some more discreet than others. Some more discerning in their targets. And usually last, our Sultan of Sambuca, our Prince of Persian Silks, our beloved Duke of the Court of Storms, Vincenti. Hey, at your service. Who do you trust least out of this cadre of fools? Oh, come on. Come on, me and Jonas... Me and Terrence at this point, we're like blood brothers, right? We've gone through so much. And again, hate to pick on the new guy, but uh, who the fuck are you? Do you though? Because I, I kind of I kind of get the feeling that maybe this is this is enjoyable to all of you. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Listen, <laughs> listen, when you're on the top, you know, you distrust everybody except your closest companions. So, all right. All right. So who do you have open to highlight there, Vinny? I got a whole clean slate everybody. Clean slate. Nice. Pick one there, uh, Colm. Definitely gonna roll with Wild, man. Tell us a rumor about Wild, Vinny. Uh, so, you know, I knew this was gonna catch up to me, but the fake courts, they're not happy. They're not happy, and uh, they did what hasn't happened in a long time. They had a meeting. They got together. Uh, specifically to discuss, uh, the new, uh, Court of Storms and how they are to handle it. Now, I do not know exactly who was involved, but I know it was heavily run by Court of Stone and Court of Air. I don't know who else was there. I'm just I'm just hearing, hearing through the grapevine, you know? Wow, that is audacious in the extreme because this is not a democracy. This is a monarchy. Titania herself created a whole new, like, duchy for you. For them, 
for them to do that, they're definitely getting update. That is heavy. I know. Roll wild. Wild session intro. There we go. That's a seven. Just flat seven? Uh, yep. That's a, well, it says six plus one, so seven. I'll take it. So you are neck deep in it, obviously. Of course. You owe someone, and someone in that faction owes you. So it is all wild all the time. Tell me about it. Uh, let me think. Who would owe me? Now, I don't, again, each each little, each little, uh, you know, barony is sort of its own uh, dukedom. Baron, I get the two confused. They're all in the individual pockets. So, you know, I would only really be associating with the quarter stone, and I'm sure there's definitely some unfinished business with uh, my former liege. Okay, you're gonna tap him for another daddy owes you? Uh, well, here's the thing. It was it was sort of a um, it ended up being this weird triangle that uh, the I owed him for a uh, favor that was actually completing for uh, for Tony, and so Tony owes me, and then like he owed Tony. So it's like a, it's a whole it's a whole trifecta of like I did we did each other favors as payment for other people's debts, and we just kind of passed it around in a circle. All right, so the final balance on that to steal from Terrence, who owes you a debt? Is it Tony or is it- It's be Tony, yeah. Who is Tony? Uh, Tony uh, was actually the gentleman, uh, is the uh, sort of the mouthpiece for, you know, the Don of the Quarter Stone. He's the one that I originally made the deal with and I was trying to get Lemmy his job over at the Bell. That's the guy that I called and I had a conversation with. The Consuligiri. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Consuligiri. Uh, Consuligiri Tony. He also holds a position in the Court of Stone as the Baron of Avalanches. Okay. And he owes you a debt. Who do you owe in this conflict? I, I'm actually going to do, do you one here. There's a knight, a particular knight that has been ardent and strident in your defense and in buoying you up. It is the second night of the Court of Air. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, if anyone remembers back a couple of episodes. Uh, Vilma. Yeah, I wanted me to take her out. I take him out. Not Vilma. Crowley. Crowley. That's right. The audacious request. How dare he? That night, maybe in a back channel, maybe just out of the purity of their heart, that night of air is saying, no, this is a new and valid court. Titania formed it. And furthermore, as we are the court of air, this is the court of storms. How can they not be our allies? Right, kind of one and the same. Yeah. You owe them. Like, you can't look at that and them going out on a limb like that because they are defying the first night of storms. Okay, yeah. They are going out on a limb there. You owe them. Okay. Now, I hope everyone's been recording their debts. Oh, I've got a list. Lists and lists. Because yeah, because that is, that is useful information. You should have a spot on your character sheet listing who owes you and who you owe. Uh, I'm keeping track of it a little bit, but really, my job is not to keep track of that. You need to you need to do that all of your own. But we are complete with that. We are going to move into the next step of the start of session moves. And I do want to go back to Colm, who's been picked on unfairly for being the new guy. Colm, as a werewolf, you have a start of session move called Comes with the Territory. Tell me a little bit about what that does, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are... Uh... If you are actively patrolling your territory at the start of the session, roll with blood. On a 10 plus, your territory is secure and trouble is at a minimum. Take plus one ongoing to hitting the streets in your territory and on a 7 to 9, one of your trouble surfaces. But things are mostly stable. On a miss, if you aren't attending to your territory, things go south and your troubles are fast and furious. Does not actually say fast and furious, does it? It literally says fast and furious. Ugh. Oh. So go ahead and roll with blood. Give us your give us a roll, man. Let's see it. Oh, I like rolling with blood. Uh, and that's plus three. 
So that's a 12. I'm seriously tired of the Neg 2 crew, like, opening up with fucking, like, 11s and 12s and bullshit. Fuck all y'all. Hey, hey, listen, we had, like, five snake eyes last week, okay? I don't want to hear it. And that curse, by the way, carried with me for the entire week. (laughs) So I'm over it. Okay, fair enough. All right, so Colm, on a 10 or greater, your territory is secure and trouble is at a minimum. You take plus one ongoing to hitting the streets in your territory. Now, hitting the streets is a faction move. This is a powerful thing you can do to advance your character and get the shit you need. Hitting the streets means you tell me an NPC that you are going to for some resource. Healing, bullets, guns, wards, does not matter. Whether that NPC existed in canon before does not fucking matter. You can say, oh, I know I know Joe down the street. He's got shotguns. Joe down the street now exists and he has shotguns. I can't tell you no. Every neighborhood has a <laughs> shotgun, Joe. Come on. <laughs> so then you roll with that faction, whatever faction that is. And if you roll well, they've got the shit. If you roll poorly, they have the shit you need, but they have problems of their own. That entire demon scene lap last episode really kicked off someone hitting the streets and it going poorly. Okay. Um, so in your territory, though, you get plus one ongoing. So there's plus one hold, which means you say when it triggers. There's plus one forward, which is on the next move. And then there's plus one ongoing, which is just every fucking time. Sick. Yeah, that's a fucking sick move, dude. Anything in your territory that you can claim, oh, yeah, I know that guy. I protect him, and because of the way that hitting the streets works, that's a pretty easy give, right? Yeah. You get plus one on that. That is super cool. Who else has a start a session move? Uh, that'd be Jonas, right? 2d6 plus spirit for mine, I believe, right? Okay, well, that's an eight. Uh, on an eight, I hold one, just not two. So that's just fine. But that, you know, so, so I can declare that something terrible is going to happen. Okay. I would like to pack something in for the start of session here, though. I think we can get a little bit more oomph out of this. Uh, I will start with you, Terrence. You have a workshop and you have some some projects you're working on. Indeed. It's a productive space. What projects are you working on? I know we've got the the armor suits. We finished crafting the the anti-wizard munitions last week, as I recall. Um... Although I've not started it yet, I do intend to rifle through my impressive collection of artifacts to find the cure for lycanthropy for our friend Clarence. Do you want to advance the Clarence clock, or do you want to utilize all of the cool shit you've got going on as a as a veteran to make sure that Otis arrives and finishes those suits in record time? and they will be ready when you guys start. We have been waiting on those suits for some time, and we find ourselves beset by hostile wizards most frequently, and believe it would be prudent to acquire the suits, yes. Okay, tell me what the suits do. Well, they are like armor or bulletproof vests, but metal resistant. What was, your, what was your goal with those? Provide protection from the arcane. Okay, all right. They will provide you with uh, one armor to anyone that wears them that cannot be AP'd. No bullets that can pierce it, no magics that can run through it. It just gives you one reduction on harm no matter what it's coming from, where it's coming from. This is a combination between Otis, who is a uh, man of means and uh, haberdashery, 
associated with many different factions, and your own cunning as a veteran. Do you believe that sounds quite suitable, and something that would be the result of my fine craftsmanship? Right? So all of the, uh, all of you barons, go ahead and mark that down. You've got a suit that will give you one armor that cannot be penetrated or ignored. It ignores AP. And uh, by the way, the fabric that uh, our own um, our own runner was able to get runner uh, was able to get um, the inside lining is a very nice uh, satin-esque uh, Louis Vuitton print for the linings and the outside. He wasn't able to find the silk that I wanted, but he found a nice classic dark gray light pinstripe fabric. The sleeves cut off slightly short so you could see the cuffs and the cuff links. You got the uh, you got the pants and he always does the uh, the short ankle too so that way you can see a bit of the sock. Let's try to try to step to this drip now, demons, huh? Why, Vincent, this is tastefully understated. Um, I expected something with more bling, as the kids say. Hmm? This is this is quite tasteful. Listen, listen, and uh, I, I could I could have gone I could have gone all the way with that. I actually wanted silk. I wanted these to be silken suits, but uh, you know you get you get what you get at these times, you know. You know, it rains so much in this city. That seems like just terrible. Yeah, where's your adventure, though? Maybe something waterproof, something like North Face. <laughs> All right, so fast forwarding just a little bit. That's resolved. You are going to have that equipment. Where were we physically at the last call? I believe I was going to meet a friend. So you made a call. You arranged a, a meetup point. You've leveraged some of your, your favors. And you've basically said, what to this, uh, this particular werewolf? Actually, did you guys talk on the phone, do text message, or was it voicemail? Calm. I mean, I think I'm more of a texting kind of guy, personally. Jonas changes his phone number like every every two or three weeks, so... I've learned to expect to get just random number text messages from Jonas at this point. Kind of comes with the territory. So what was the message exchange, guys? Give it to me. Uh, hey, Colm. How are, how are things? This is Jonas, by the way. New number. Yeah, yeah, I mean... What, what what do you need? You pretty much only text me when you need shit. So, what's what's going on? Oh yeah, well, I, so so yes. Well, you know, I I do like to ask, how are you? I'm I'm phenomenal. Okay, great. Okay, so now I do need something. What do you need? Well, I'm not certain if you heard, but uh, I am a baron now. God, I'm not kissing a ring. Oh no, I'm not, nothing so vulgar. Uh, that seems so unhygienic, does it not? Uh, honestly, it always did kind of rub me as gross. Yeah, I mean, it's 2021. I mean, we have to be careful. Very true. Anyways, you know, you remember that things that happened a while back, and I hate to bring it up, but uh, you were supposed to sort of help me out, and it didn't go so well, you remember, with the tape, and... I mean, yeah, how could I forget? You text me about it at least once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I know a busy person, so I, I don't want to, you know. I, anyways, so we are, we are kind of in a bind here with, you know, it's kind of the whole city, but mostly wizards. You don't like wizards, right? No, 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 fuck wizards. You want to come fight some wizards with us? Yes. Perfect. You want to meet at that coffee place? That coffee place on 5th and Main? I'm picturing that the yes response actually went through before you even finished typing the invitation to fight wizards. She's like, yes, I'm on board. So <laughs> yeah, coffee, coffee sounds great. Let's let's go meet for a coffee and hash it out. Great. Hey, uh, Vinny, can I borrow the Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, 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 what? 
Oh, what did you? Oh, I'm just, I, I'm just kidding. kidding. I don't even have my driver's license. Can you, could you give me a ride? <laughs> I, I will give you a ride. <laughs> Drive the Dragula. For fuck's sake, yeah, get in. This is worth a shot. You're looking good. You're looking better. You know, I've had time to, to heal up and rest up a bit and got these, uh, you know, new suits, man. There's nothing quite like a new suit. And, uh, Terrence, I gotta commend you that the, these, uh, these, these linings don't, uh, they don't weigh anything. It's amazing. Oh, I, I can't take all of the credit, I'm afraid. Um, some of it is, <laughs> as you may recognize, the work of your people. No, of course, of course. Yeah, how can I, how can I forget? But yeah, kudos to you, buddy. So, uh, yeah, Jonas, where, where are we going? Oh, you know, you, you know that coffee place on Fifth and Main that I always talk about? That Tony's? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. But I have a I have a friend uh, who he owed me a couple of favors, and I you know after after our last little exchange, I thought maybe you know Terence got a knight, and I don't have a knight yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, you wanted a knight fingers. That's a terrible choice. Well, yeah, I mean, I well, I'm still it's on the table still. I haven't I haven't ruled it out. His name is Fingers. I can have more. You as a second knight, so I could have two knights. I mean, yeah, you could have a few knights, but uh, whatever. I won't tell you what to do. Yeah, sure. We'll go. We'll, we'll go. We'll go to the coffee shop. I'll get an americano or something. Well, uh, you know, listen. I I've always liked this guy. Okay. I mean, he's a he, he's a bit of a loose cannon, but I think uh, I think you'll enjoy him. I think you in particular will enjoy him. Terence, I don't know if you have met Colm before. Colm, describe him to me, please, Jonas. Ah, well, he is um, he's a large werewolf. This is a strange city. Seems everything is interconnected. Yes, I am familiar with Colm, the large werewolf. What are you proposing? Like, abnormally large, for, even for a wolf, you know what I mean? He's like one of those real alpha boys. Yes, yes, he is, uh, he is a formidable member of um, the hominid canine society. Yes, but he's always kind of laid back and a little chill. Like, he, he always has that vibe about him, like he just got high or something, like 10 minutes before he's talking to you. But anyways... Yeah, you know, he, he doesn't like visits, so yeah, I think Vinny's always saying he's a friend of, of uh, the enemy, of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, is that it? Uh, the friend of uh, the... No, now you got me doing it. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Enemy, enemy, friend. I get that confused with that other one where you're like, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Yeah, so that's it's sort of that situation. Anyways, you guys want some coffee? Yeah, I could use one. Good, Terrence is buying. Let's go. I suppose it is a, a deduction at this point. This is a business expense, isn't it? <laughs> a depreciation at its finest. And, and just as a note, uh, when we get over to the Dragula, you know, it, it's it's seen better days. It's 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 seen a little bit of a little bit of combat lately. There's, there's more scuffs on it than it has ever been in its entirety, and I'm quite upset about that. But instead of the Black Sacrament being in the trunk like I normally keep it. It's it's right right on the side of the right on the side of the driver's seat now. At all times, it's things are getting too crazy, and it needs to be there. No, you don't need that around. You've got uh, my monsoon hands here. You've got some big guns in the back. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know, I know. But uh, you know, no offense or anything, but uh, I got I got to stay strapped too. I don't have monsoon hands. I gave those to you. Well, maybe I could give you something. Like what? Oh, I don't know. Got a piece of gum. Not before coffee, absolutely not. Later, after the call. That's a good point. Smart. All right. So Terrence, Vinny, and Jonas get into the Dracula, yeah? And you head to Fat Tony's on 5th and Main. Am I right? 
And uh, for the uninitiated, which would be our, our werewolf friend here, uh, Dragula is uh, of the first year that the, the Pontiac GTO came out. It's an original model, original American muscle. Uh, it's got that kind of rust maroon color that was sort of prevalent in the day. The interior looks like it, it's real leather, but it's got that color of like old Naga hide, if you remember, you know, that weird brown, you know. So that's that's the Dragula. I uh, I grew up with that maroon GTO and a poster on my on my bedroom wall. Yep, yep, I own it. Dead serious. So you you all roll up on Fifth and Main at Fat Tony's. At I'm losing track of time. What time is it, gentlemen? Uh, let's see. We went out. We got married. We spent the day sort of trying to heal up and went to dock. So, when do you think it's night? You think probably. Uh, I don't think it's too late in the evening at this point. Maybe like, maybe just like sunset. Maybe a little before. Maybe like three, four, four in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm feeling dusk. I'm feeling dusk. What are those late evening coffee runs? You know the ones. God, fucking early morning coffee runs are the staple of my life. Like one a.m. after fucking hitting the club. Shit, whatever. Um, well, we are night owls for certain. Yeah. You guys are running ragged too. You have not slept. You've been torn up. You are you are beat and on the basically on the ropes, but you are still standing. I mean, you are almost pulling a rope dope at this point, just being way too resilient and way too hard to nail down. Calm. How do you get to Fat Tony's, buddy? Man, you know, uh, I figure cars are all well and good, but I got two good feet on me. Uh, I, I mostly like to walk about whenever possible, kind of get a feel for the. For the vibe of the evening. Is Fat Tony's part of your territory? Nah, not not quite my territory. It's just outside though, so it's it's a jaunt. Okay. Whose territory is Fat Tony's? Ooh, you know, uh Fat Tony's is in the territory of a, a good friend of mine, Granny Rags. Granny Rags? We're gonna say Granny Rags is so Granny Rags is uh she's an oracle. Yeah, I'm, uh, I like going to Granny Rags for some uh, some protective runes and fetishes from time to time. She's helped me out with a few things. She's, she's okay. Yeah, you would have a Granny fetish. Hey, man, I can give you one if you need it. So, I mean, we, we wouldn't know, uh, not to change the subject quickly, but to change the subject as quick as possible. Uh, is Granny Rags a part of the Ouroboros? No, she is not stuck up pretentious I hate her uh independent white loony but very good at what she does um that said so you arrive at fat Tony's who arrives first I think uh I think Holmes sitting at a sitting at a table sipping second coffee and just waiting calmly that makes sense I mean just right adjacent to your territory just a quick jaunt all right yeah right down the street so play it out gentlemen the Dragula pulls up, you find parking, you dump out. Colm, what do you look like, man? Uh, yeah, so, you know, just kind of a bigger guy, standing about six foot even. Got a messy, shaggy, curly brown hair that I slick back as best as possible. Look like I haven't shaved in a couple of days. Maybe never really bothered to shave much. Uh, got one green and one brown eye. Dressed in pretty basic, pretty basic, comfortable clothes, a uh, slightly beat up old crew neck and 
some torn, faded jeans and old, worn-out leather boots, covered, absolutely covered, in a mishmash of rune, rune tattoos, symbolic tattoos, uh, wherein tons of jewelry, tons of small little charms hanging off his person, uh, lots and lots of protective little charms and little uh, knickknacks. I, uh, I, I look at you as you come in and just, I, uh, I feel like maybe I'm a little underdressed for the occasion. And here, and in comes the suits. Man, do you, you guys frankly kind of look like shit. Guy knows how to interview. The suits, the suits look great, but you guys look fucking tired. Oh, this, this thing, this old, this old rag. No, we got, we got, we just got these. Darren's made them himself. Well, I, I think with one of these people. Yeah, you guys look uh, fucking exhausted, man. Maybe you guys need the coffee. I got my hair cut. What do you think? It's, uh, and yeah, so Jonas essentially went from looking like Ben to just like, they. I think they shaved the sides and it's just like all pulled back and like one of those ponytails. Oh, well, the, hair, the haircut looks good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's a guy, it's this Baba that Terrence goes to just gave it to me. He said it would look cool. I don't yeah, know. I can, uh, I can show you how to go ahead and give that a nice little tight bun for you if you want. Oh, thanks. I mean, you, you look different. Yeah, you stand out. It's that obvious, huh? Especially wearing that that nice fancy suit and running on what, fifteen minutes of sleep. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of, uh, excuse me. Can we get uh, you got what uh, um, americanos? Are we just doing coffees or what are we getting? Yeah, I'm, I'm just having an espresso. An espresso tea, black t- uh, two sugars, please. Okay, a black tea, Terrence. This coffee, black. All, all coffee, black. Uh, the biggest coffee you got, uh, he's going to have an espresso. Uh, whatever black tea, uh, Earl Grey is good if you got it, but if not, it's all right. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to take a nice espresso uh, Americano and just a little foam on top. Appreciate you. Hey, uh, Jonas, you know, I can I can braid that for you if you want to look real good. Awesome. It's, some, it's like very Viking, huh? I'll be like Ragnar Lothbrok. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to fuck with you, man. They're going to think you're pretty scary. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And Jonas, by the way, is just way too thin in the suit. That's just probably like a little too big. I don't know about that. My tail is good. No, your tailor is good, but he couldn't believe the dimensions. He's like, surely there's a mistake. No one's that <laughs> sick. That <laughs> 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 can't, that can't no, happen. No grown man looks like this. Can we get this guy like a tray of donuts? I'm going to do something about this. Yeah, maybe... Maybe some protein too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something, something. And uh, you guys want to find a like a fire booth out back or something? I've never been here before. I know, I know about it, but. But yeah, yeah. There's there's some nice little spots right out front. We can we can sit and have a good view of what's what's what. So. Uh, so, yeah. um, anyways, we have we have started uh, a thing here. We you know a revolution, if you will. Sounds fun. Aligning the powers to take down some of these other. Factions. You know how I'm always telling you all these conspiracies and that the fae and the, vam- the the vampires and the rebels are working to undermine the city in, in overall and take control of things, right? I, I, you know, I know we've had some lengthy discussions on this, but uh, anyways, uh, all of it's true. I was 100% right, of sure, course. Sure, yeah, right. So we're, we're going to burn it all to the ground. I mean, yeah, sign me up. That sounds fun. I've been getting pretty bored, if I'm honest. But this was easier than I thought. That's, wow. Yeah, no. See, I told you, it's great, right? I was, I was, 
It's pretty bored with my day-to-day. Burning it all down sounds interesting. Let's go. Oh, he has to like, so Vinny does this thing where he touches your feet no, and you gain like no, superpowers no. or something. It's very well, cool. It's, well, you'll, well, wait, you'll wait, wait, it. wait, 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 hold on, hold on a second. And I'll uh, do respect to my... Uh, oh, well, I'm, I'm not really into dudes touching my feet. That's, that's a little weird. Mm, okay, uh, I'll, I'll ignore that for the moment. And okay, so besides your, uh, your, your size, you know, what... What are you bringing? What are you bringing to the table? Why? I don't know, and I don't know how much uh, Jonas has filled you in on. What credentials are you bringing to our uh, illustrious establishment? Just a reminder. You do know this guy. Was it me that knew him? Vaguely, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, I technically rented you a vacation property or something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. But I okay. I only know you as my former. My former landlord. I don't really know you. Who, who ad- admittedly did a bad job. Yeah. So. Yeah. You never showed up. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. You never showed up. I had to have a other. I had to contract my own repair guys when the heat went out. I'm not too good at like property management. It's it's not in my bag. Yeah. You should you should sell it. Probably. I mean, you'll probably get a little less worth now than you did when you when you first. It's it's a little areas than it was before. Ah man, it's a national monument now. I kind of I kind of stole it, so you know. Uh, so okay. Uh, besides being a terrible landlord, what what do you got? What do you bring into the table? Brass balls and an indomitable will. By the bags of our eyes, we all have those. W- what is special about you? Because that in itself is not special. I mean, I turn into a wolf and rip people limb from limb. That's special. Terrence, while this conversation is going on, you're drinking the tallest, blackest coffee available. Is that what I heard? And and all this conversation is going on in front of you. Do you wanna do you wanna like analyze anything or, or try and balance any sheets in your head or is there anything you're really driving towards or are you just enjoying like tall, dark, and handsome of drink? Um, Terrence is quite engaged with his beverage, as, as as has been pointed out. They have not had a lot of sleep over the last little while. Um, mostly he's interested. Like he's he's rescued Colm before, right? He's looking to see. If he's changed or developed since then, has he become more capable, more competent? You know, he's just watching and trying to evaluate. That sounds a lot like you're trying to figure him out. You want to roll that for me? Yeah, sure. That is a seven plus three from mine for a ten. On a ten or greater, yeah, you get two questions you can ask Colm's player. Uh, who's pulling your character's strings? Which character's beef with? That's a good one. I'll, I'll, I'll tip you there. Uh, what's your character hoping to get from? That's also a good one. How could I get your character to blank? What does your character worry might happen? And how could I put you in my debt? You get to ask two of those. Now, this isn't something you necessarily ask home. This is something that Terrence figures out by watching Colm. And Colm, that's really kind of one of those really essential things. This is stuff that you wouldn't even necessarily know that you're communicating. And it will very possibly spook you if Terrence just fucking invokes that shit and lays it out there. It's a level of acumen and perceptiveness that is very, very uncommon. Now, you have had some dealings with Terrence in the past, but this guy is... You really think that at this point, as a veteran... This is really where Terrence is coming into his strength. Fighting, shooting, that was something he did in the past. 
organizing, planning, figuring shit out, that's really where Terrence dominates. So Terrence, do you have any questions right now or do you want to ride on those for a bit? I'll definitely ask, uh, like, what is what is Colm hoping to get from pursuing this, this endeavor with us? What's he looking to get out of it? What is he hoping to achieve? What's his angle? Colm is 100% bald-faced after revenge. Mm, okay. And uh, let's, hear, let's hear about his beef with uh, the, the, the element of, I'm assuming, power that he wants... Uh, that he wants to, you know, exact this revenge on. Okay. Uh, Colm, Colm, as far as he is aware, was cursed by a wizard with his lycanthropy and has decided that it is his personal mission to see that wizard die. Well, anyways, like I was telling you, I think this guy is, yeah, he's right up, right up our alley, right? He's just, just what we are looking for. Look at him. He looks so mean. I mean, I can, I can do mean. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, mostly when I have bigger teeth but yeah Paul, can I ask you a, a question so I I mean we we, I mean uh, the list of enemies at this point is long and hard to count sure thankfully I've I have been keeping track but the main ones are of course uh, uh, most of the power faction there's a particular visit and a car well perhaps a coven I don't know it's strange we, we, I very much believe that several wizards have, have gathered together how many I'm not certain Perhaps your friend would would have more information, you know, that that woman. But um, also Grant, you know Grant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know Grant. Do you know Grant? That's a presupposition. I like it. Go ahead and roll uh, face to a name. Yeah, I know Grant. Who's Grant? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go with it, man. <laughs> In nights, I have one, so it's an eleven. So you would like to make Soul make that face. That's that's when you know you're doing you're doing the thing. <laughs> Alex, you may choose something interesting or they owe you. You've dealt with them before, and you know something interesting or they owe you. And I just get to make up the interesting thing? No, I do. You get to choose between those two options. Okay. I want something interesting. That's a good choice. You touched your feet once. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I've got a thing about it. Really, really just fucked me up, man. So the interesting thing you know, and the reason why this caught your attention with Grant, uh, Grant didn't want the curse broken. He just wanted to be free of the cursed parts. He wanted the power without the drawbacks. Rumor is, this is not something you know for sure. You do know for sure that Grant was actively pursuing getting rid of the downsides of lycanthropy. What the rumor is, is he succeeded. Silver doesn't phase him. He can change whenever he wants. Just an absolute monster. What that cost, no one knows. This is all rumor. That's all rumor. What you know for a fact, though, is his greatest passion was to keep that ability and not be dragged down by it. Am I sharing that now? <laughs> Up to you. But we All you said is, I know him, so... I know yeah. him. And where do you go with that? I know, uh, I know he's got a thing about uh, getting a little tired of hating Silver and the like. Hans, have you ever heard of this? Well, I mean, since the change, much has been ill-defined, uncertain, boundaries untested. I could imagine that a particularly talented or knowledgeable individual might be able to separate the grain from the from the dross, from the 
that's that's the wrong expression, but we'll go with it. Weed from the chaff. Weed from the chaff. Thank you. Gold from dross. Forgive me, I'm I'm getting old. But yes, it is. Just plausible. I mean, it would be in line with everything else we are seeing. So I know you are just getting here, Colm, uh, but uh, we've seen a lot of this. People uh, removing shackles, so to speak, breaking oaths and defying nature. Yeah. Feels a little like cheating to me. It does feel like cheating. Charlie Colm, you find this desire of Grant's relatable? Hmm? You yourself are quite proud of the traits of your gift. Can you describe yourself as, as rather effective as a result of them? It's unexpected that you would seek to leave them behind so quickly. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I might like to keep keep this aspect of me around for a little bit, but uh, you know, I don't know. It kind of feels kind of feels like all that power with no drawback is uh, begging for some sort of catch, right? Oh, the books must balance. Oh, there is something to be said there. Yeah, just makes me uncomfortable. Something about a wolf just being able to pop in and out whenever he wants and no way to stop him. Nah. Rubs me the wrong way. Feels a little uh, unnatural. I mean, earlier, well, yesterday, I think, I don't know, I'm losing track of time, but... Um, a demon burst into a church on us, so that was one thing. But that kind of the unnatural thing is kind of where we're at these days. Yeah, I mean, what what even is the point of a church if demons can just fucking walk right in? I mean, shit. Right, I know. That's what I'm saying. Right, or an apartment building if people could just drop rocks on it from the sky. Literally. Yeah. You just can't have nice things these days in Nocturne. Do advise you take out proper insurance against these contingencies, Jonas. I didn't see the meteor box. I didn't see wizard wizard hurled rocks from space is a, is a check is a checkbox. I might have I might have picked it up for an extra fifteen dollars a month or whatever my rental insurance was. I know you always get rather squirrely when I suggest this, Jonas. But you really should let me take a look at your books. I don't I I don't keep books. It is a series of 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 notes. No, you should you should really let him take a look at your at your books, man. I've got wizard insurance. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've all got wizard insurance. Why ain't you got wizard insurance? You live in Nocturne. What is, what is the name of your wizard insurance broker? What, what is the name of this company? It's Aflac. Somehow that makes sense, to be honest. I don't know why, but if anybody had it, I feel like Aflac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Ryan from Negative 2 Charisma. Enjoying the podcast? then you might enjoy some of our other content. Visit twitch.tv forward slash negative two charisma for other shows and monthly dice giveaways. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. You're meeting at a coffee shop with a new potential member of the Court of Storms, Colm. Colm is a werewolf of... uh, Maybe fearful power, but perhaps doesn't have the best control over it or the best follow through. This is someone you're trying to bring into the fold and maybe maybe get the most use out of. Maybe also see if they're worth investing in long term. Now, as the Duke, Vinny, Vincenti, it really is your call. 
on how you want to test this guy. There are a lot of targets. There's a lot of different stress that is on the Court of Storms right now. There's also a number of people that you owe debts to, small and large. And Jonas has made a claim for a knight, which in light of his absolute demon-slaying powers, I imagine that's probably pretty high on your your uh, your desire to, to fulfill that wish. So I'd like Vinny, go ahead and take it away. Start us off on the scene. Tell me where you want it to go. So, you know, you're never going to know how good a guy is over coffee, right? The only reason that I asked Terrence and, uh, you know what, I'll start using the soft J, Jonas, all right? Term, term of respect. I know they can do what they do. I've seen it firsthand. And that's the only type of person that's going to be on that tier with me while I'm building the structure. I know I've got people around me that get done what they need to get done. So uh, what I would like to do, you know, boys, let's 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 go for a walk. I'd like to hit the streets. That's a cool move. Who are you looking for? Okay. Uh, we are looking for... I'm trying to think of what would be an even fight for a werewolf and, like, brawn. Painted. I'm looking for... Tainted, you think? Okay. Demons. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's... I am... Um, <laughs> this is going to be a little bit of cliche, but uh, I think I know of a demon nightclub not too far away. I actually think it might be on the opposite corner. And I, actually, it's funny because uh, they'll go back and forth between, like, they'll go there, hang out, grab a coffee, go back. You know the deal. I'm just looking for somebody that's uh, got a little too much embitement uh, and is feeling a little... A little frisky. Maybe somebody the the ushers want kind of shoved out the door. Mm, I need more than that. I need a person. You know a guy. Let let's say it's one of the bouncers. Bouncer. Let's see. Um, this is uh is yeah. His name is we call him Az, but it's Azazel. This is his name. Actually, uh, I think I know that asshole. Hang on. We'll get to that. Let him let him finish it up. All right, Azazel, the tainted bouncer. Is a faction wild. Do you have wild marked? I do actually have wild marked on that. So okay. that's still that's so cool. Go ahead and roll it. You're pretty good with wild. Uh, that's an eight. So what is the stuff that you're trying to get out of SSL or as? Uh, I'm trying to get him fired up. Uh, I'm trying to get him to put uh, this guy through his paces. I've seen him fight. Uh, he's slightly shorter than uh, than our friend here, but not by much. And he's, he's one of those guys that like, he'll just keep walking and you just, he's just like a wall. You know, he'll, he'll put you where you need to be. So uh, I trust him to, uh, to be a fair, a fair test. So you have to choose whether this is going to be more costly than you anticipated or whether Az is juggling their own problems. And I, I know which way those both go. You just get to pick one. Yeah, this is more costly. You know, everyone's got the price, you know? Costly is a loaded term. Oh, I know. I know. Terrence, you've been kind of quiet this episode, buddy. Like, weigh in. I want to hear what you're saying here. I think that's a suitable candidate to um, test our applicant. Hmm? I think Terrence might actually be familiar with this character as well. Old friends, old favors? No, not this time. Just aware of the reputation. For our face of the night? Yeah. Right, roll with Wild? That's a six. You know as. And unfortunately, you do owe it. He came to you for work and you had him lined up with a job and he made certain other commitments based on that and then in a rare circumstance that job and that entire crew fell apart and he was left hung out to dry he had overcommitted based on your promise that he'd have money coming in it is a one debt that you owe him 
It's not a big one, but it is definitely a, you told me I would have work. You told me to be here at this time and shit fell apart. That's on you. And as a fixer, yeah, yeah, that kind of is actually. This maybe wasn't too long ago. So it was really embarrassing because you had already established your name and that shit doesn't happen to you. The tarnish on the reputation, yes. A little bit, a little bit. And Holm. You said you know this asshole, maybe. Putting a face to a name? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's, let's go for that. All right. Throw wild. That'd be six. All right. A flat six. Yep. This is troubling to you. This is right adjacent to your territory. Right next to it, right? You don't know this guy. Yeah. Stranger right on the edge of my turf. Hmm. Feels like maybe I better go check into this guy. Paul, give me just a second, and I will kind of pull him aside as the other two start to uh, speak with the, the bouncers in this, this loud nightclub going around us. You got this, okay? Yeah, yeah. I know you're the right man for this, all right? Yeah. You feeling confident? You feeling good? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got this, too. No, it's the last thing I want to do is go watch you have to fight just a random person, but... Yeah, I'm going to break his kneecaps. I know, but you're certain. No, I'm, I'm cool with it. Let's go. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to shatter his kneecaps. That's great. Good. Uh, um, <coughs> can I see your hand for a second? What are you doing? Yeah. I'll hold out my hand. I'm trying to go for intimacy. <laughs> I, can, I can skin the surface, but I was I was really trying to go for an air. No, no. I th- Man, like, getting getting in him and, like, asking, like, how you doing? Do you think that? It's not really about him. It's a protective measure later for him. Well, the question is, like, he has to recognize that, that was an intimate moment. Now, Jonas, what's the relationship with Jonas? You fucked up bad, right? Yeah. You owe him two debts because you fucked up so bad. And now he's taking the time out. And you know he is an oracle. You know he can see the future. And you know that he can kind of bend probability a little bit. He's he's saying you got this. That sounds like a, that sounds like a pretty intimate moment for me where he's willing to forgive your fuck up. Do you feel that that's intimate though? I'm thinking the general vibe I'm getting from Jonas is... Sure, I, I may have fucked up and may owe him, but genuinely doesn't hold that against me. So I think I'm taking this. I'm taking this as a sign where it's like, yeah, he's he's reaching out. He's trying to he's trying to be close. Yeah, that sounds intimate. Go ahead and fulfill it. Go ahead, uh, JD, roll through, and if you can block out that text with the uh, the intimacy move for, for Alex here. Oh, oh, as fast as I do. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay, great. So there's no roll for my intimacy move. I can roll for skin to the surface if that's what you're asking. Nope. I want the intimacy move because he said, yeah, that seems big. Uh, so when you share a moment of intimacy as an orc, uh, physical or emotional, with another person, you gain a specific and clear vision about that person's future. I can then ask up to three questions about that vision, and I can mark corruption for each vision. All right. A clear and specific vision you have of his future is Colm is standing on a hillside, flickering in and out of their werewolf form, their arms raised over their head, claws tearing at the sky, and the moon itself is ripping apart, and motes of light are coming down around them. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll give it to you. I'm going to ask one question. All right. Do I feel good about this? Sure. Thank you. I will take my point of corruption. I will smile back at you, Paul, as my eyes. Uh, you, you, uh, you, you, Paul. Sorry, not Paul. So you have, uh, and you, you, I don't know if you've seen this before, but when uh, Jonas gets into this this state, his his eyes turn a uh, milky white, like they've rolled up in the back of his head, and then the lights flicker, 
and shimmer around him. And, and then quickly, uh, suddenly I'm back and it's just there's a smirk and I was like, I'm just, uh, go get him, tiger. I mean, more of a wolf, but the message is, is received well. You know, where tigers though? That's what have been cool. Home, as a wolf, when you share a moment of intimacy, are you looking at the uh, sheet there that says Drama Moves Intimacy Move? You should read that out to us. When you share a moment of intimacy, physical or emotional, with another person, you create a primal bond with them. You always know where to find them and when they're in trouble. This bond lasts until the end of the next session. Nice. Do you feel like that was an intimate moment, Jonas? Uh, you know, I do, because, uh, you know, I, again, uh, you know, Jonas isn't used to people, like, sticking up for him and uh, wanting to. So, uh, I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, and, and while I may not understand the motives behind our friend's uh, willingness to just jump in the inn and be my first knight and, and uh, help me take down power, you know, I sort of feel like it's it makes me feel good, yeah? Like, it's, a, it's probably less about me than I'm, I would like to admit, but I feel, you know, I feel like, yeah. I want to ask Colm one other question here. Are you on the trail for this guy's blood? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking that uh, seeing them walk in there wearing brand new Chris suits and just looking like they've seen some horrifying shit in the last 24 to 48 hours, I kind of feel like I have to make a real hell of an impression. So yeah, yeah, I'm out. I'm out to cause some serious hurt. Drama moves, wolf corruption move. Oh, okay. So I'm marking a corruption? Read it out for us. When you begin a hunt for someone, mark corruption. You're out for his blood? You've said as much? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a hunt. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. That's someone on the edge of your territory that's a threat that you didn't know, and you want his fucking kneecaps. All right. Take your corruption mark. Just a mark, not a move. When you get to that fifth one, then you take a move. Hell yeah. All right, back to Terrence. So Terrence sees uh, sees this all over Colm, I'm assuming, right? Even to a casual observer, they would see the hackles rising, so to speak. Yeah, and as is smoking, not a cigarette, but like actual black tar smoke is, is rolling off of them as they're sizing up Colm. You can see that there's some tension here already, and... And there's some pressure being uh, being pushed around. This is this is coming to a, a really big specific point. This uh, this bloodlust is pretty obvious. Now, Colm, um, before you act, perhaps you would walk me through what you are intending here. Perhaps you could you could tell me what your plan is. Well, uh, first I'm gonna break his jaw. And then when he's down on the ground in pain. Probably gonna shatter his kneecaps. Yes, yes, that that does sound like it would be adequate. Perhaps you could indulge me and not actually kill him, but make it seem like you will. But not not until I I, I tell you not to. You understand? I mean, I'll uh, I'll do my best, but uh, once the once the teeth come out, it's a little tough to say no. Your performance is being evaluated. Might I remind you? You asked for muscle. Yes, but a muscle is only as good as the nerve it instructs it, hmm? What's... You asked for a hammer, you didn't ask for a sword. So does this sound like we've made a plan? Like we just actively made a plan? Was that was that planning? I... I think Colm has taken, taken your advice into consideration and will endeavor to do his best to follow it. So, so what, do you, what do you think, Sol? Do you think that, that would trigger best laid plans? Is that... Is that... It's a pretty simple plan, but... 
I want a little more on the back end for for Terrence. So I've I know that Holmes' plan is break his jaw, break his knees, and then when Terrence jumps in, back off. What's Terrence's part of this plan? He's going to get rid of that debt to that the, the deal has to ask. He's going to say, "Hey, this you know this could have been your life. I had to save your ass. Debt settled." You're going to step in to de-escalate the combat. Yeah, yeah. Just when it looks like it's it's going to cost his life. Vinny, I think you've also got some planning here. you got some provocations and some some weight. I was going to make a very simple issue with this, but, uh, you know, I could always just I could always just walk up and make him anchoring for a fight. Nice and easy. That sounds like a plan. Uh, JD, you had something for Jonas? Yeah, I want to add to this plan. I have a certain knack for things. Particularly, getting people fired up and upset it. <laughs> Seemed like an easy way to start this conflict. Give me five minutes. Too polite to say anything, Jonas, but yes. That... that sounds like you've got a really fucking solid plan now with everything going on. So yeah, uh, Terrence, Ben, suck it for them. Nice, dude. It's an 11 plus 3. That's 14. I didn't know they went that high. So a 10 plus old 3. You've got some experience with Az, right? Maybe not the best experience from, from his perspective, but yes, yeah. So you know how he fights, etc. So that really well explains how you can spend that hold to reduce the harm on those attacks. You've briefed, you've briefed Colm on, on everything. This, yeah, this is a good plan. You guys are solid. Uh, from the top, as I understand it, Vinny is going to use some magic to evoke some emotions. From there... Jonas is going to use, like, actual provocative words to get that going. Holm's going to stand in the way of it, break the shit out of Az, and then at the last moment, when Az's life's on the line, Terrence is going to stop Holm. Uh, can we flip that? I think Jonas uses actual words. Vinny ensures that the conflict happens. So that way it looks very natural, right? It looks like... Let's start at that tippy top, if everyone agrees. All right, let's do it. Let's go piss off a demon. <laughs> let's go beat up a stranger. Poor bastard, just found a job after Terrence fucked up for him. Get on. Here we go. Uh, God damn it, you guys are assholes. All right, so you guys roll up this ass guy. He is shorter than uh, Colm. He's like cruising 5'11" but he's also cruising like 230 pounds of fucking wall. Dude's just solid. He's one of those people that you bump into him and you're like, well, I know what running into rebar feels like now. That's cool. Um, Jonas, provoke away. Oh, wait, this is this, this is the guy, yeah? Uh, that one? Okay, great. Can I uh, figure him out? You guys have been watching him and you've been trading some, some stories about him. I'm I'm not super keen on it, but I think it applies because uh, I know you're not going to give me some dumb shit questions. Go ahead and throw that for me. Yeah, go ahead and roll mine and hold whatever it says. I can't I can't guarantee that I'm not going to give you some dumb. I shit mean, you're an oracle. There's some there's some flex for you. I give you that latitude. And I have advanced let it. I have advanced figure someone out. What does advanced let it out? Uh, advanced fucking figure someone out do? I can ask any questions. They don't have to be from the book. 
I'm just asking anything. So as, as Jonas or Jonas, depending on whether you like the soft J or not. Hey, I give you a soft J anytime, baby. <laughs> yeah, ask your fucking questions. As Jonas says, and, and he's, he's kind of watching while they're making the plan. I'm, you know, I'm very much in tune with more than just the surroundings. There's a metaphysical, metaphysical aspect to nocturnes that I am somehow connected to. And so as I am doing that, I'm also have another connection that I'm trying to make. And there are threads that I am trying to pull. And it is, what does Azazel know about Double Tap? Not a damn thing. There is no connection in fate that links Azazel to Double Tap. Okay. What does he know about power? I'm going to bounce you on that question. You got you to give me something better than that. I'm, it's not going to cost us. I will give you a, does Azazel have a connection with power? Okay. Does Azazel have a connection with power? No. Yeah, so Azazel is one of the tainted. That means he's sold his soul for something. He's given away his services to a demon to protect something he values. Uh, and uh, what uh, does he have any specific weaknesses? Any daggers? Any uh, Anything I can really hit home on? He's got a kid. He will do anything to keep that kid going. Well, I'm not going to go there, so that's, that's nice. I mean, you don't have to threaten the kid, but you can also, that's that's leverage if you help the kid. But I mean, that is that is something you can leverage in a positive way too. Yeah, right, I get Vinny to start to sing off anyways. So I have a, I have a very simple question that needs none of that, I guess. Uh, does, he have a, does he have a drink in his hand? He sure the fuck does. Great, so uh, Jonas is going to go up to the bar and he's gonna grab one of, just an empty glass that he finds, and he's going to make his way over and just aggressively bump into him and knock the drink over. Oh, excuse you, <laughs> demon boy. I am the Baron of Storms. I think you owe me a drink. <laughs> Which is Jesus? Fuck. All right, uh, Jonas, go ahead and throw me a uh, throw me with mine. This is a mislead, a distractor trick for sure. Okay, so episode nine, Jonas, <laughs> versus episode one, Jonas. Wow. Okay. I'm back, baby. That's an eleven. God fucking damn it. Okay. Pick three. Create an opportunity, expose a weakness or flaw, confuse them, or avoid further entanglement. Yeah, I think that is the one, yeah. And you get two more? Uh, honestly, uh, uh, um, expose a weakness, which maybe be a temper thing. He is a, a tainted. And what, what was my, what's, what's my other option there? Opportunity or confuse? Well, confuse, because he is definitely going to be confused at who I am. He doesn't know me, I don't believe. All right, that's your three. Unless um, less every demon in the multiverse has suddenly heard of Jonas Weber, destroyer of demons. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna play it that way. Shit. At this point, he most just cowers before me. There's no fight to be had. <laughs> no, most demons have heard, but he looks at you and he's like, "You can't be Jonas. That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> now you you bumped into him and you tried to spill his drink. Man's like Oak. He's kind of more <laughs> folded over his forearm than anything. He's confused. You've avoided further entanglement because he's like, this guy's drunk and talking out of his ass. But you did expose a weakness or a flaw. As you bump into him, you do notice that he actually bodily flinches away at your very physical touch. Highly spiritual or highly higher plane attuned people not quite injure him, but they hurt him as a, as a physical absolute flinch. So there is this... Yeah, he's uh, an opposing force for me, yeah. Not quite. Oz is actually very spiritually attuned for a demon. Where other demons might not sense that, he does. He reacts to it as you would. 
but he senses the holy presence. So he's he's got like sensitive nerves when it comes to holy or powerful spiritual forces. This is a very significant weakness in the demon, Vinny. Uh, so as uh, as uh, Jonas is uh, up in his, uh, his bravado over there, and you know, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him. Look at him. Look at how my little baby's blossomed. And so, so um, I'm gonna go up, and I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna just, uh, you know, just touch uh, As on the shoulder, like As. It's just, it's been a while. How you doing? You got a problem? Like, I don't let this guy touch you like that. Are you serious? Wow. And and Vinny is known to be a guy that's about ragadashio and machismo. That oh, that's such a good buy. What are you trying to do? Uh, I am trying to ensure that if he wasn't in the mood to fight the next person in front of him or somebody, that he is now. I'm trying to cast uh, Bedlam on him. My favorite power. My favorite. My fey power. And I, I, I'd like to do two things if that's that's okay. This is the, this would be the first one, and then I'll, I'll I'll let you know what the second is in a moment. Throw, actually, throw both at me, and then we'll figure out which one works best. Well, okay. So it's it's kind of it's a kind of a couple things. So I want to make sure that he is uh, you know in a in a state that he is ready to uh, engage in combat. Okay, and then I want to turn my attention to the denizens of that are in the club right now, and I want to use uh, distract on them to uh, kind of get them out of harm's way and like, uh, you know, they go up to, this is a routine sort of thing that they do. Uh, just let them handle it, folks. You know, just do me a favor and uh, let's just move this way so that way I can kind of make sure that they're out of harm's way. But as far as the crowd goes, what sort of denizens? Are they demon? Are they mortal? What, what are we looking at here? It is mixed uh, wild. So you got some fey, you got some demons, you got some mortals. Your first interaction, though, that first brush with this guy, that is to aggravate him. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, and have, uh, you know, hopefully my, my werewolf friend will uh, will step in. But yeah, I want to... Um, that's that's Bedlam. Yeah, that's Bedlam. And now he doesn't... Uh, I owe him, he doesn't owe me, we didn't... We have nothing like that. Uh, I just know of him. Um, you can choose to mark corruption. You can owe Titania a debt, or you can suffer one harm okay. to enact this power. Well, I'll take the corruption. I was just wondering. I got a move that I can kind of do stuff with, but uh, I'll, I'll... Yes. Navama, that avoids all damage. No, I, I want... No, shh, shh. Yeah, but that's not as fun. Son of a bitch, that does work that way, though. Yeah, so that's what I'd like to do uh, with, with Azazel over here. Uh, what am I rolling? Um, I don't roll anything. It's just bedlam. It just happens. You place them in a specific emotional state. Your choice. Yep. And uh, have the emotion directed towards a target of your choosing, too. So I can actually... If you mark an additional corruption. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Are you your corruption move? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Maybe I yeah, get yeah, two yeah, DVDs. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You're doing it. So I've got to touch him on the shoulder like, man, like, you got to take that from Jonas. Go fight that guy instead. <laughs> and I point out to our werewolf friend. Now, as I understand it, Terrence, you've already rolled and you've got the plan set up, yeah? Indeed. So you are, you're sitting on the sidelines watching all this. You've planned it. You've, you know where all the books balance. 
He's just waiting for his moment to step in and interrupt. A, a red, reddish-skinned individual leans over the bar to you, and seeing all this, he says, Aaron's my fine fellow. Care to make a wager? Been a while since I've played a game of chance that uh, only relied on figures. Welcome to the club. You know this is no chance. Azazel, two to one against Colton. I'll owe you. I'll take that action. Yes, indeed. Yes. Consider it a wager, sir. If Azazel wins, you owe this this imp one. However, if Colm wins, the imp owes you two. The imp's name is Kadgar. K-H-A-D-G-A-R. He's a bartender, a bookie, and an all-around scoundrel. Colm, there is a, a movement towards you, and a hand is approaching you. You're about to get snatched up by Az. He's going to throw you literally through the bar. He's, he's trying to throw me, huh? He's going to. What do you do, buddy? I headbutt him. Okay. You're just going to fucking smash his head in with your head. Yeah. It sounds like you're unleashing an attack. Go ahead and roll with blood. Roll with blood. I, I like doing that. That's nine. All right. On a hit, you inflict harm as established. Now, your head doesn't do a lot of harm. That's one. And you get to choose one. You can inflict terrible harm, or you can take something from them. Like, steal an item? Taking something, it, it can be an item, it can be a position, it can be morale, it can be dignity. Yeah. It really is... I'm gonna take this momentum. Okay, cool. I like that. That's a good one. And you may choose from below. They inflict harm on you, or you find yourself in a bad spot. I'll take the harm, yeah. So you deal one harm to this guy, and you take his momentum. You smash your head into his face as he goes to grab you. He is stunned for just a moment. What do you do now? Oh, nice. Sweep legs. God, are we doing karate kid? Don't just tell me what you do, but tell me what you're trying to accomplish. I'm going to sweep your legs so that. So, uh, what I'm doing now, now that I'm already kind of leaning into him and I'm in his space, I'm just going to take my leg back and kick real violently into his knees so I can bring him down and then just wail on him with a haymaker to the gut. Okay. Okay. That sounds cool. We are still unleashing an attack. Roll with blood again. That's a 10. Choose one, inflict terrible harm, or take something from him. I'm going to take his morale. In what regards? He's already lost the momentum, and now he's lost high ground, too. He's on the ground. He's pinned. He's getting overwhelmed. So he'd, he'd be scared and overwhelmed? All right. You sweep the leg. You smash his face in. You are over top of him. And he kind of hunches in a little bit, curls his hands over his head, and you start to see just lava pour out from cracks in his body and spikes basalt black spikes begin to erupt from every portion of him as he turns and ducks and weaves away and gets gets that scared feeling in him he also gets filled with a surge of fey magic that says I'm not gonna fucking take this from this punk, and he escalates the con- he escalates it. Before this, you were just two mortal dudes duking it out. He is now tapped into his tainted side, and he is transformed demonically. He is now covered in spines, and his skin itself is black and basalt. As he whips around after rolling over, these spined hooks on his arms come towards your face. Jonas, what are you doing at this moment? 
what am I doing? So I, you know, there's a couple of things I did, right? Uh, so I could use my at any cost, which means I could interfere with someone's plans or actions to prevent one of my visions to coming through, which is if he's trying to kill this man, I've seen a very specific vision. It's, you know, that's why this might kind of be a two-parter. I, I don't want to directly involve myself, but I think given the circumstance and the, and the rage that he has, um, well, shit. You know what? Behold the Metatron. Yeah, absolutely. That count, That definitely counts. That is an 11. God damn, okay. I take plus one armor against them for the scene. You can choose, soul. They either scatter or flee before me. They throw down their weapons and surrender. Or they attack me and ignore my allies. What is the condition for that? You present yourself the agents of your enemies, right? Mm-hmm. He's not an agent of your enemies. Mm. All demons are my enemies. Mm, okay, maybe, maybe hold on. It's, it's not true. That's not true. Well, no, no have, that's, that's that's fairly valid. That's fairly valid. Is it? I didn't think that was the case. I have a friend who's a demon. I mean, is it though? Is he a friend? I mean, yeah, he kept offering me a place to stay. You think that was... Nah, I'm let you, let you live in ignorance. You rolled an 11. You rolled an 11. Oh, oh man. I mean, otherwise, I, I'm not certain how I could try to prevent this. Um, I could monsoon hand them to try to stop them. But I feel like that's just me interfering in the fight, and, and uh, he, has, you know, he has something to prove, you know? Let me offer you this. You go Metatronic, right? It sounds a lot like you're distracting someone. Oh, yeah, that works, I guess. Uh, particularly because this, this man, is, you said, as is uh, uh, very keen to the spiritual. I will, just, I will just flex my spirit. Yeah, so roll with mine, and let's see where that goes. Can't just take that that eleven and apply mine to it, huh? No. I'm gonna be the same number. Yeah, good, good luck. Yeah, old bastard. Actually, you know, uh, my, I know who my dad is. It's just with the amnesia, he didn't know who I was. Uh, so that is a seven. You said mislead, yeah? Or roll with mind, it's the same thing, yeah. Pick two. Create an opportunity, expose a weakness, confuse them, or avoid further entanglement. Uh, I will create an opportunity, of course. Okay. And expose a weakness. You're not going to avoid further entanglement. I, I'm fairly certain Terrence is going to ensure that I do not have any further entanglement, so I'm not too concerned. Nice. Cool. All right, let's go. Um, a weakness and create an opportunity. Actually, let's see. Terrence, is there any move you want to make? You're just going to ride the, ride the plan. All right. And, and Vinny. Terrence is just waiting and watching at this point. Waiting for that right time to intervene. And then watching the, uh, the they're, they're evaluating uh, Colm's prowess. Vinny? You know, this is, uh, with all things considered, this is the evaluation of a werewolf friend here. As much as I want to make sure he does not kill this bouncer for no reason, uh, you know, I am, I am observing and taking notes. Um, would this be cause to roll a figure someone out? On who for what? Well, of course, our werewolf friend here. I would like to figure out. I don't, I don't, I don't know that you can do it at this point. Yeah, I, I was thinking there was something there, but I, I thought, okay. So I'm actually going to, in that case, I'm going to do what I was going to do before. I'm going to use mislead, distract, or trick for the rest of the people inside of the club. Make sure they, they stay away from this altercation. I would like to- Tell me how. Now that it's pointed out that I can basically use my fey magic for free, uh, I am going to cast glamours on myself. 
and choose the ham and then, you know, I've, I've got my, my magic suit and I'm going to make myself look like <laughs> some, uh, someone super famous. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to like make, make myself look like The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I'm going to, I'm going to walk away from this and just uh, and nothing to see here, folks. You know, I am the hardest working man in showbiz. Did you know that? Who wants an autograph? And just bring them all out to the other side of the club and just start signing fake rock autographs. That is with mind, unless you got a power that changes that. Uh, I don't believe I do. Uh, but I do have advanced, uh, in which I don't actually have a, a sheet of the advanced, um, the advanced things. Okay. <laughs> That's a four. <laughs> you are mobbed. You, you achieve your goal, but you are you are mobbed and you are out of this for the the, the rest of the scene. They, you are just oh you are just a wash in in autograph seekers. All right. Oh good, <laughs> Moana. <laughs> Fucking I don't even know. You are, uh, Alex Holm. These blades are coming towards you with violent speed. There's a couple things going on. That's uh, that help you. If I remember right, JD and uh, Jonas got you a weakness and an opportunity. Am I right? That sounds about right. So, how do you want to exploit those two things? You are set up very perfectly. Yeah, I'm gonna take the opportunity and the weakness. The, the opportunity, I think, is uh, as is distracted. So this blow is sloppy, easy to dodge. So I'm gonna duck out of that. And the weaknesses in his haymaker, he's left his side nice and open. So I'm gonna take a nice mean blow and I'm gonna do exactly what I said I was doing. And I'm gonna snap his right kneecap. That definitely sounds like unleashing go head and roll with blood. And you're still human, right? You're not tapping into any, any dark powers? Nope, human. Okay, this guy is just a like a crystalline porcupine or some shit. Crystalline porcupine. I think my grandmother had one of those. I mean, who doesn't? And then her curio cabinet. That's an eleven. Do you inflict terrible harm or do you take something from them? Terrible harm. All right. So we've got an opportunity, a weakness, and inflict terrible harm. Wow. And you're going for a kneecap, right? The way I'm picturing it is I'm literally sidestepping this blow and then just taking my left leg and just slamming it into his kneecap. Just a good curb stomp. One of the problems with becoming a crystalline porcupine is as you become lava and your spines harden, you become more brittle. You step and you strike and you stop into that kneecap at the exact right moment and it shatters. The lower portion of his leg tears off and further, the spines from his kneecap tear his other leg to shreds. You have just dealt one base, one grievous, one opportunity, one weakness, harm. You've just dealt four harm by curb stomping this poor guy's leg. You have shredded his lower limbs. You should feel bad because that is a bad thing to do to people. And you aren't even in wolf form. (laughs) 
I'll actually say that too as he goes down and be like, I haven't even turned yet. He'll be screaming and writhing in pain as you stand over him in that position of power, Terrence. Terrence uh, appears through what's left of the crowd and places the hand on uh, on Colm's shoulder. Now, now, gentlemen, break it up. That'll be quite enough. As looks at you with hate, but also relief as he tries to crawl away on the broken remnants of his body. Now, as you have noticed that I have intervened on your behalf, and by no means was I obligated to, I think that we could call the matter settled, don't you? Now, the problem here is, what about the wolf? Someone just stepped in the way of you and your prey. How do you handle it? Yeah, well, uh, I think the wolf is currently actually in a state of calm. He's actually very focused. He came here to do a very specific thing, and it was impressed this group of gentlemen. And one of those gentlemen is stepping in and telling him he's done what he set out to do. All so right. I'm going to look Excellent. Uh, look to Az and just say, walk it off, buddy. <laughs> oh, man, that is that is rude. Oh. I, can, I can recommend a, a very good doctor. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a janitor, but you know what I mean. Doesn't, doesn't Vinny know a vet? <laughs> I think perhaps Clarence's <laughs> services might be more appropriate for this gentleman. I feel sort of badly about this, yeah? We we are no longer the good guys. Listen, you said you needed a hammer. I, I, I mean, I didn't say that. Well, it was insinuated. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. <laughs> I didn't necessarily mean to snap his whole leg He's off. got a kid he's got to take care of now. <laughs> well, we'll be doing a lot more seeing <laughs> all I couldn't even get through that one. Oh my god. It's <laughs> out of character. Uh, that was too much. <laughs> Alright, boys. Well, how do we fix this? We have two nights now. We don't have a demon yet. That's pretty much what I was thinking. I, I still got a dose of the cheese left. Oh, okay. And cheese? Is it an adhesive? And <laughs> <laughs> cheese. 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 I think that's a fine plan. Fix the guy up and recruit him. The bartender seems to owe me substantially at this point. Um, perhaps we can leverage that in our favor at a later date. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I've always wanted a guy right next to me who wants to slit my throat. It sounds, sounds great. <laughs> As an employer, sometimes it is necessary to foster a healthy sense of competition in your employees. Not for the guy who got his kneecaps broken. Um, I, th- I think so. It was a good fight either way, and I've never seen a crystal book behind before, so that's good. There's honor in these trials by combat, yeah? Oh, my knight versus your knight. I mean, we've already seen the results. Yeah, actually, I think so. So that's why parents, you're going to take him as a knight. We'll have a little, little apparent competition. Oh, wait, that's not fair. He's got that, that super fast guy. I have to get fingers now. Yeah, but he's more—he's more of like a like a Hermes sort of character, you know. He's—he's just—he just—he's a package boy. I'll like put a hand on Jonas's shoulder and just say, "It's all right. We've already seen the result of this fight." I definitely have to get fingers now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally yeah. Well, we gotta ask him first. You know, I don't think he's too keen to join us after we just removed his ability to walk. Uh, but once. Once we gift it back to him, perhaps he will still live in there. I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. <laughs> well, 
the, the, the cheese is, is quite wondrous stuff. Seems to have possessed quite potent regenerative qualities. That's, that is what I was thinking, yeah. Maybe just get him hooked on drugs, you know? Once again, sometimes as an employer, it's necessary to get your employees hooked on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I am... Have you never attended a business school, Joe? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> yeah, first one, James. free, guys. Just thinking about... The, I'm just thinking about the promo for next week. That's, that's twice now. That's twice now. That's twice now that we've said something oh so God. horrible that we've been forced out of right, character. I don't know about the last half of that monstrosity. I can only imagine what absolute perfect. Well, we've we've come up with a new plan. I'm terrified and absolutely enthralled. Go ahead, Tommy. I don't think it's actually new. I think it's a pretty well established plan. But we'll take credit for it. Well, there. Take you know, take it away. So with uh, with Cole withdrawn from from combat. Uh, Terrence is going to squat down over the prone form of Azazel. Ah, well, it seems you've lost your footing, my friend. What if I could offer you assistance in your time of need? Fuck you! Ah, yes, 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 that is, um, that is not what I was expecting to hear from you. Um, I guess you won't be needing this then. And Terrence pulls out a syringe full of cheese. No, no, he actually doesn't. He has no idea what you're, you're offering him. He continues to flip you off and drag his, uh, Lava leaking carcass uh, somewhere towards an exit, while his limbs are just shattered fragments of basalt around him. Am I still completely swamped by the crowds? Yeah. How do you want to get out? I wanna. I wanna drop the uh, facade. Uh, thanks for coming on to our, our reality TV show. Uh, you know, uh, Nocturne's uh, best prankers. You know, uh, we will need you to sign our releases on the way out the door, but uh, congratulations, you were all selected to be in this uh, wonderful TV program. And uh, so thank you, and I'm just gonna see my way out. All right, as you release or begin to release that fey magic, your heart clenches, old talons rake through your torso, and you feel fear or nervousness or shame. Remember, friend, you are broken. You have a scar. Escape the situation, roll with blood. You are not in your best fatale. What used to be something casual and easy for you with gentle gosh, now you realize I'm gonna have to deal with these people's anger. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Why do I have it all because of the yeah, that was, that was a miss. That's a six. Uh, a seven. Choose two. You suffer harm during your escape. You end up in another dangerous situation. You leave something important behind. You owe someone a debt for your escape, or you give in to your base nature and mark corruption. If one of them is going to be the suffer the harm, and then I've got that on my fancy suit. Do I get to choose what I leave behind, or is that your choice? You can give me a suggestion, but it is ultimately my choice. Okay. Um, Keep in mind, if you suggest something, I'm probably going to lean towards it. I already took a lot of corruption this episode, so I don't want to do that. Uh, I am. I think I'm going to leave something important behind. What do you think? So this goes This goes way back. Um, I have been hiding a USB drive for parents since episode one. I've had it hidden in my heel. Mm-hmm. I've got like a hollowed out shoe with a heel. Okay. I and getting out and pushing through the crowd, the the heel dislodges a bit and the USB stick falls out. Do you notice that? Absolutely not. Not yet. Not 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 yet. Anyway. All right. We're gonna say that 
Yep, that's a good one. And all your personal data is just being leaked everywhere. Your hair. Sounds like one of those pop-ups on the computer. All personal data is at risk. I told you not to click them. It tells you you have viruses, but you don't really have viruses, okay? My computer, Jonas, it wouldn't lie to me, surely. A handful of drunk patrons begin pummeling you. Now, your, your armored suit and your native uh, fey resilience, this normally shrugs those blows off, but maybe for once in your life, you feel you feel the sting of pain and, and the shame of being herded like cattle. You flee the situation not because you're being hurt, because you've never felt vulnerable before. And in in fleeing, you lose something. Jonas, where are you at during this point? I'm just hyping up my man here, you know? I'm just like, oh, dude, you did such a good job. That was great. You killed it. I mean, I knew you were going to, but it's a fun thing to see it. I, I do feel badly, though, so um, should we help this person now? Yeah, I mean, I told you I was going to. I mean, are you asking me, like, from a moral standpoint or a tactical standpoint? I mean, I, I guess it'd be uh, a bit of both. I mean, tactically, I just broke his kneecaps. If I help him out, he's probably going to kill me. Morally, I mean, I just broke his kneecaps, so yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, I, I did just cripple a man. That's probably the least I could do is... I'll actually, uh, I'll walk over towards Azazel. I'll actually offer a hand. As he's just crawling away. I'm going to give you an option here. You can offer him help. If he accepts it, it'll be a debt. But I, I want to make that clear that what you're offering is not pure altruistic help. Unless that's what you're really aiming for. I'm sending a message. Okay. Can Jonas take that from him? The message? No, the, the debt. He did not, because uh, he is not really doing this for himself. He's doing it because he wants to, uh, one, impress us. And two, having him do this act to, so that Vinny will accept him and he we, we will unite him. You understand? So I feel like ultimately this guy will have a baron's a, a baron in his debt. And Jonas Weber, Demon Slayer, Monsoon Hands, you know, is it Slayer? Spirit Render. <laughs> so Jonas, go ahead and mark down that you owe a debt to As. And also, Holm, mark down that As owes you a debt. You don't get his debt, but he recognizes that Colm absolutely could have murdered him. Because Colm didn't break a sweat, not a bit. And he went toe-to-toe with a demon-infested human that decided to go and pull those punches and then went to demon form and not pull them. But it was at your behest. So yeah, yeah, there's a there's a complex relationship there. He is resentful. He is prideful. He is angry about it. But if he doesn't get help, he dies. So he takes the help he's given. I would l- I would like to move us forward just a little bit. Do we feel okay with time skip to a bar? Um, just quickly before we uh, we leave our, our demon friend, he accepts the help. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna go up to him and like, my friend, that was uh, that that whole thing you did. That was that was pretty impressive. Here, here's uh, here's my cat. And go over and uh, hit hit me uh, hit me up sometime. I uh, I, might, I might have something for you. And as I touch him on the shoulder, I'm also going to use um, Bedlam. Um, I can put him, again, in an emotional state of my choice. I'm going to put him in a calm, thoughtful state of mind. That is really, really good. Those are all such good moves. Um... So when I offer him to do my, look at my card and take it seriously, that's what I want him to do. 
It was a fake quartz pull this kind of move on the day. Very weird initiation with shields. Uh, rituals, I'm sorry. Maybe it's all been a test. As I said, the time has come. They're going to make you a made man. <laughs> we don't have a demon yet. Does uh, Jonas or Holm owe you a debt? Or Terence? Uh, Terence uh, owes me a debt for... Uh, when I gave him the safe house originally, we never worked that out. He did owe me a debt for that USB drive. I do not know that's gone yet. Jonas owes me for the monsoon hands. That's it. I'm gonna open this one up. This is a big one. You all just used ads. You, like, we can all recognize that he just got used bad. But everyone also had a pretty significant moment of intimacy with them. They spared their life. They showed them mercy in combat. They gave them clemency and a, a potential for a future and I think each of you touched on an intimacy move. I'm not saying you have to use your intimacy move but if you do um, that will trigger for wild on um, all of you and I, I really think this is this is kind of an intimate moment. You guys literally targeted this guy to beat the shit out of him and it went way rougher, way darker, quicker than you really expected. And I, I can kind of sense a little bit of like, oh shit, maybe maybe we overshot on that. So I want to invite you to, to throw an intimacy move here. Um, so I'll just go, uh, I'll go, because my intention with the card was to, um, uh, so if I can demand a promise from them, which is my intimacy move when I share uh, intimacy, physical or emotional, um, I demand a promise for them. Uh, I'm going to demand that uh, when did my same thing. I'm, you know, I'm uh, I'm forming this group. This is something different. Nope. Nope. I'm gonna block you on that because you aren't forming. You have formed. Okay, we have formed. Okay. Yeah, you you got me on vocabulary. Uh, we have formed the group. We have started a new fake court. We are looking for people that uh, aren't afraid to get their hands dirty. Uh, I'm interested. Uh, the promise I want from you is to uh, come by. Come by sometime, okay? Nothing big. Come by sometime and uh, just just have a conversation with me about this and uh, about your potential place with us. Calm. Intimacy move. Do you think it's valid? I mean... Uh... I don't think I had to pick him up off the floor and dust him off and get him back on his feet. I think, I think doing that is the intimacy. That's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the the best olive branch I can extend at this point. I did just beat him to within an inch of his life, so uh, he's actually dying on the floor right now. Yeah. So this is the shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think. Well, he's. Let's let it ride for a second, because uh, I've got, I've got, I've got some stuff here. Yeah, you oh, did. We haven't fixed him up yet. Seat. We haven't given him the. Uh... No, not you, not you. I got other ideas. I think. Okay. Okay. I think my my intimacy moment would be not just extending a hand, but literally picking him up, like doing the the arm around shoulder thing, like lifting the guy up and bringing him to a seat, so we can get an actual look at him and get him hopefully to a point where he's not bleeding to death on a right. nightclub floor. Jonas, 
You feel intimate? I mean, yeah, I, I, he's, I owe this guy now. I took a bet. Then yeah, uh, trigger your intimacy move. You get a clear and concise vision of this guy. I, I am going to ruin everything. You know this, yeah? Okay, good. I see him through a window. It is a small shop. Can't quite make out the name, but he's inside of it. And he looks happy. Uh, he is walking still with a bit of a limp, but he is walking. He is working dough. It's a pizza place. He owns it. At some point, I think in this encounter, he realized that this life for him, not good, particularly having a child. He turned his talents to something else. That is a vision I see. Azazel's number one pizza, best pizza in all of Nocturne. Okay, that's your, that's, your, that's your clear and concise vision, yeah? You get three questions, corruption for each one. No questions, yeah. We have the hottest sure? brick ovens. I'm sure. <laughs> there's there's actually, there's a little picture behind the counter of Coleman is just banned for life. <laughs> Whose intimacy move have we not triggered? Oh, it is Terrence. So we're, we're seated at the table now. Uh, with Vazel's propped up in the chair. Uh, still making a bit of a mess. Yeah. Terrence is uh, still holding the cheese out and he kind of taps it on the table as he speaks. Well, now, Azazel, it's important that we settle this matter before going any further. I saved your life. I offer you assistance now. Um, we should all business between us settled, our debts cleared, or else I'll have no choice. And he pulls the revolver out and lays it on the table very calmly. To settle you. You see, I've, I've tried leaving bygones as bygones before. A man named Pistol Pete. Um, well, he tried to... He laughs at Pistol Pete's name. Ah, yes, yes, you're familiar with the name. Um... Well, he decided to try and settle the score with myself and, well, ended up bleeding out behind a club. Um, I don't think I will wait for him to, for you to surprise me later down the road. Either we will settle this matter now or I will kill you here. Um, Adgar will fade with self-defense. He is a witness and he owes me substantially. A fucking accountant, man. Terrence wants rid of this debt. What is what is the story that you are conveying to as? Because your intimacy move is you share a story. Yeah, yeah. So the story of Pistol Pete would be the lesson of not leaving somebody behind you who feels you owe them. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, plus one forward, plus one forward, and they take minus one forward or lend a hand at any distance. Yeah, I'll take plus one forward, minus one forward. So he's got a minus one forward? He's more susceptible to Terrence's suggestions at this point, we'll say. This man has not had a good night. Every time we run Urban Shadows, someone has a bad night. As is tainted, he is sworn to a demon. There are certain debts that he owes. There are ways for those to be transferred. There are ways for those burdens to be given to someone else. It requires a certain amount of power, both like actual spiritual magical power, but also authority in in the realm of Nocturne. What I will say is if you wish, he will die here. His patron will seek someone to cash those debts. And they will be responsible for the debts that as had. 
you will owe debts to a demon. However, in this case, because of the amount of pressure you're putting on me and because of the, the height of the scene, that demon lord will also divulge themselves of responsibility and authority over as as will cease to be tainted and they will go over to a different playbook basically you have a you have a chance a very rare chance to redeem this person but it's gonna take some doing now i can i can do a pitch for pretty much any of you to take it over Terence, you are a veteran, you have knowledge of arcane sigils and workings and runes and machinations, you could take those debts. At which point you would owe a demon lord three, but as would come out of it, in the veteran playbook, ready to retire and see his kid in that pizza shop, home. You have enough spiritual power, enough focus and locus between all of your tattoos, your magical talismans, and your deepening connection with the curse that was laid upon you that you could, if you so choose, extend that curse and blessing. If you do so, you are stealing something from a demon. You would owe a demon lord three. But as would come back as a wolf part of your pact and they would regenerate their legs Jonas the Ouroboros is a powerful force you would be taking on a very large debt on behalf of the Ouroboros but fate changes all things they would die here and their spirit would transmigrate to another person they would have another family and another chance at life. Maybe as one of the aware, maybe as an oracle, possibly as a wizard. The circle weaves as it does. And you would be left with that challenge of fulfilling those three debts to the demon lords. And Vinny? Duke of the Court of Storms, you could claim this man's life as yours. You could challenge the demon lords triumphantly and say no he owes me. I take his debts as his liege lord. And that man would be reborn as a fey knight in your court. Possibly even a baron should you choose to invest in them so. They would cease being a demon and they would become something eldritch, something arcane and something occulted. Something new and unique in the world. So Who's on the hook for it? And also, to, just so we're clear, Jonas ain't afraid of no demon. I don't give a shit. I just beat the shit out of a demon. I'll do another one. That was not a demon. That was tainted. We do need some legitimate businesses to run some money for we ask, Darren. This is not me. As even my creative bookkeeping knows bounds, Jonas, his, his, his brick and mortar would be most, most beneficial. I will also put this out there. Whoever puts himself on the line... For as, make clear either a scar or a corruption advance. I mean, I would very much like him in the court, very much so. As and you know, we've got the felt pimento. We haven't really decided what we're doing with it yet. Might make a good piece of shop. I, I am sensing a change in you, Incentive, much like myself. 
I'd rather like it. I mean, if you want them, it's all yours. I mean, I've got this, uh, I've got this blood scar that I've been having a tough time with. And I've got some ideas about, about demon dead as well. Any objections? Parents? Jonas? What do you think? Well, I don't need to say. I think I already knew. I believe that I would like to become the liege lord, rid this man of his current uh, taint, and birth a new entity into this world that has never been seen under the Court of Storms. Roll that it out. And God, I hope people are helping. Before you roll, let's get the help out of the way. Okay. Well, I mean, I did know something terrible was going to happen. Because that is a plus one. This could go terribly. Um, do I get anything from you because you're like spirit linked? I roll with spirit here. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it's advanced. So if you roll very well, um, I don't know. You get some strange power to rid people of their, I don't know. So we'll have to figure that out. Do you want to lend a hand, Jonas, in addition to knowing something bad's happening? Uh, sure. Certainly. How do you do that? Over the course of some time here. My power has grown dramatically, particularly as the Ouroboros has thrown their weight behind me. Um, and I have the ability to bend some strings. Yeah. So I'd say that almost all of this is sort of a path that Jonas has seen <laughs> or sort of pulling in some degree. Yeah. And not, not only not only Vincenti's redemption, this man's sure. as well. And possibly Combs. We haven't gotten there yet. Most certainly Terrence. Maybe even your soul. All right. Uh, there's no redeeming me. It sounds like you were trying to... It sounds like let it out. Go ahead and do that. I, I also thought it was let it out, yeah. Well, wait. We're we're helping someone, You so you roll with faction. Do you have Wildmark? Uh, I, I do, because I... Figured this demon out earlier. Uh, go ahead and roll and give yourself a plus one. Uh, so that's a 10, plus one is 11. Lordy, okay. Vinny, you're gonna have a plus one and a plus one there. Terrence. So I'm still holding two for making that plan, as I recall. I only cashed in the one, right? Mm-hmm. But you can only use one at a time. Okay, only use one at a time. Good to know. Um, other than that, Terrence, uh, with his, he's, he's a, by no means a lawyer, but he's, a, he's an analytical mind. He's, he pays attention to details loopholes, bending rules, just adjusting tax codes to, to match his reality, we'll say. Um, he's pretty good at negotiating, so he's going to be lending that kind of assistance to, to Vinny as he's trying to figure out how to, to navigate these complex matters of extricating a human soul from a demon. Are you are you arguing infernal law? Is that what you're doing? Essentially, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And because, uh, because Vinny owes a... Uh, couple debts, I get to use invested when I help out. Yeah, so I get to roll with mind when I help. So that's an eight plus three. That's a plus one and your plus one hold from planning. So Vinny, you're holding four right there on your plus. And your last, but by not any means least, home. You're the linchpin on this. You are the new blood. You were also, also the one that most intimately interacted with ads. He is trying to save his soul. What weight and power can you throw behind that? Now, I see you're looking there. One of the big things for me is the game is not on the character sheet. It's not in the books. No, no, I'm uh, I'm looking at my notes about how this guy already owes me a favor. Okay. I'm wondering if I couldn't just be like, man, it's one more dead off your shoulders. Be amenable to this. 
That's... He is amenable to it. It's a, it's a matter of getting him out from under the demon. Okay. Both of you labor under a curse. True. I think... I mean... I guess... I don't know. I'm at a loss. I don't know what I could do here. Are you at a loss because you're not familiar with the system? Or a loss because you don't really feel a, a narrative weight? Oh, I know. I feel the narrative weight. I don't... I'm not sure that I can... Fi- I, I can't think of a way within my... My kit to engage with this. Would you like help or no? Yeah. Yeah, I think I need help. Alright, so one of the big things with wolves in this game isn't just territory, right. but it's also higher. And it's also community and family and building those connections and those ties. Creating a safer space. He was at the edge of your territory. You defeated him. This makes it your territory. That makes that makes him part of in a way, your family and your pack. You can spiritually flex on that and say that the claims that we have as brothers in combat exceeds that which this demon has chosen. You can call upon that curse that binds you to the moon and pull forth from that, that same sense of community. This does put Colm in an interesting position because he has labored against that, against that binding, now you're leaning into it. This is a big moment for Cole. You're becoming part of something larger. You are at this point a lone wolf. You claimed the territory, you held it out, defended against power. And now Wild is coming for you. And the Court of Storms has called in debts. And this man, whom you just basically killed for this court you had no connection to prior, no big investment. This is a big turning point. You are part of a larger family if you do this. What with spirit? That's uh, 12. In the presence of an oracle, you just let it out, right? And you scored 12 plus. I'm going to have to create a custom move for you. <laughs> because something that you just did channeled into your wolf spirit in such a way, in the presence of Jonas... You've opened up a completely new move for you. And it relates to as some deeper spiritual part of you. Some greater growth just broke through. And in the presence of this conduit, you have spiritually changed. In the way that you create bonds, in the way that you create packs, in the way that you create these, these very deep primal connections. I'm going to need to actually text with you when we get out of here because I don't know where this is going. Whatever, though. Vinny, plus five. Plus five total. Very good. Very good. Very good. Now, I do have to look this up quickly to see if this pertains. There's two seconds here. I gotta find... uh, Would you be able to consider me... I I, I would like to... (laughs) Okay, yeah. Would you consider... This uh, place where I could use the van, I have the vampire move irresistible. I'm asking for a promise to work for my court. So, irresistible says when you persuade an NPC using promises or seduction, treat a seven through a nine as a 10 plus result. Yes, the issue though isn't that he wants to do it, right? The issue is we're trying to pull pull his debts from the demon. Oh, the demon, yeah. Well, that still applies. Persuading an NPC, the demon lord. I promise to take on the debts of Azazel should you cede his soul to me and the Fey Courts. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a power move. Uh, so that means with the five, and even if I roll snake eyes, there's no possible way for me on this roll to roll less than a 10. All right. Persuade, and it is advanced too. And I also, with my corruption move, when I just got it, I took unearthly grace. So I get plus one to hot, which is what you use to roll this. If I roll 12 plus, I'm not corruption, which is very likely in this case. So I'm probably going to be mocking on corruption, but... So you're using you're using persuade instead of let it out. Essentially, is what you're saying. Oh no, what we're doing let it. That's right. This was let it out. It wasn't there. No, no. If he wants to do it as persuade, I'm gonna I'm gonna validate that. That sounds solid. No, I'll, I'll roll. I'll roll. Uh, he doesn't want. He doesn't want to make two moves now. Do do it. Do it. Do the faith thing. This is dope as shit. Yeah. So I roll the ten <laughs> plus the five. That's a 15. Oh, that's a new record. Actually, no, that's a 16 because that was the five, and that's not even counting the plus one to hot. I didn't even add that in yet. So that's a 16. And that was advanced, too. I have I have Persuade as advanced. On a 12 plus, they do what you ask and help you see it through to its end. You just, as a fey duke, negotiated the soul of a tainted into your court. And that demon lord is so impressed by your audacity, your power of spirit, and honestly, absolutely fearful of the consequences of saying no, based on the people you have backing you, that they don't just give you Azazel. They give you Azazel, and they empower them. And you now have a little more backing than you, you ever could have expected. 